I know there's a lot of background noise, but Christ, what do you want me to do? It's a mobile podcast edition. You're in the doghouse. Any which way, it is your boy, D-Roy. And like I said, this is a mobile podcast. I am at work. I am waiting in a truck lot, waiting to pick up a delivery. So yeah, lots of fun fun games here, you know, when you sit around for like four hours. But any which way, uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. Is R O Y D A W G underscore one three, and for the time being, find me on Facebook until they censor me over there. We got a lot to go through, not really that much. It's just the Thursday night football game, the first game of the 2020 regular season. We have Houston at Kansas City. Line opened up with Kansas City being a 10 point favorite, over under being 56 and a half. Uh, both of those totals have dropped. Kansas City is currently a minus nine. 54 and a half is the over under. So we really, what we need to do is we need to figure out what the game script is going to be here. Uh, we know both defenses aren't all really in that particular good um, with Houston's defense being the worst of the two. Um, <clears throat> so we need to decide... Is Kansas City going to get out to a big lead? Is this game going to stay close? Are we going to see what happened, you know, in the playoffs where Houston got up to a big lead and then Kansas City had to come back? And then inevitably just destroyed them on their way to having to face the uh, Tennessee Titans. I think that's how this went. Or was that the year before? No, that was this year. Yeah, because it was the second round after Houston beat the Bills. Duh. So, we're going to take a look at, with the numbers here. Now, if you are open to the spreadsheet, which I have sent out, it's only one page. reason being is because the overall spreadsheet was too big to send out. It was over 25 megabits, which uh, Yahoo wouldn't allow uh, to get sent out. So, I'm currently trying to figure out how to get the whole thing sent out. If that means i got to switch it over to a Google Doc, put it on an online uh, type site, 
uh, we'll do that. We're going to try and get that done uh, before Saturday. So just hold tight. It's not that big of a deal because you re- all you really want right now is that front that front page of the spreadsheet, which is what you have right now. Um, but definitely before next week hits, I want to be able to get this all straightened out so that we have when we have our new numbers for the 2020 season. Um, you can look at them and we can go through for like waiver claims and stuff for next week uh, in week two. So any which way. So I do think that uh, Kansas City is definitely going to be playing from ahead in this game, which means that I do like Deshaun Watson uh, in spite of him facing what was the sixth ranked uh, pass defense, according to DVOA data from Football Outsiders and allowing uh, the 12th fewest points to the quarterback last season. Uh, We do like his running ability in there. We do know that you can run against the Kansas City Chiefs. So uh, Deshaun Watson is definitely in play. Don't know if he's in particular going to be an MVP status type guy. Um, But I think he may be... I think he may be the best option for uh, the MVP slot uh, this week for Houston. So, yeah, keep him in mind. I know a lot of people are shitting on David Johnson, uh, but he is facing a defense that was 29th in DVOA versus the running back on the ground and 18th versus the running back in the passing game. They're going to try and make sure that David Johnson actually works. This isn't going to be a lot of Duke Johnson, I don't believe, in here. Uh, maybe from time to time spelling him. Now, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs were 27th in DVP. Uh, it's defense versus position versus running back and points allowed. Um, so it is a very good spot. Now, <clears throat> you're, what you're going to have to decide is if David Johnson is definitely going to be involved or if this is all mostly going to go to uh, Deshaun Watson on his legs in this matchup. Wide receivers, you're going to have Brandon Cooks, who is apparently nursing an injury. Uh, Hammy, I believe. So you got primarily Will Fuller and Randall Cobb as your main wide receivers that you're going to want to use. Um, Will Fuller will be facing Rashad Fenton, according to Pro Football Focus, and Tyron Matthew would be covering Randall Cobb. Now, Randall Cobb actually can beat Tyron Matthew. Um... DVOA there against wide receiver plus uh, with him in the slot would be 20, a ranking of 20. Uh, They did allow the second fewest amount of points, though, to the wide receivers, so I don't want to go really too heavy here. It's kind of a pick your pick and choose. Um, I do like Will Fuller's upside, though, in this matchup when he's healthy, especially when he's at a time when he's healthy. Um, So don't uh, disregard him. He's the one that's got the most potential for the longest touchdown. Uh, if we look at tight ends, it's going to be probably an even split between uh, Darren Fells and Jordan Aikens. Uh, we did see that Deshaun Watson did prefer Aikens towards the end of the year, especially in the playoffs. Um, <clears throat> Anthony Hitchens would be the one that would be covering the tight end position for the most part. Uh, whether or not, I don't believe they're going to go into the 12 set, which is the two tight end set very often. So... Darren Fells will be on the field for the most part um, based on his blocking ability. Jordan Aikens, 
we'll see uh, some time, uh, some some uh, plays from time to time. Now you are getting a discount from Aikens from Fells, so uh, it's definitely a consideration. Now Kansas City was fourth against the tight end according to DVOA data, but they were 22nd in points allowed to the tight end position, which means that they were allowing touchdowns. So if you decide to use a, a Texan tight end here, understand Darren Fells is going to have the most opportunity out on the field. But you may see Jordan Aikens down by the, down by the goal line. So if you do need to save some salary here, in this one game showdown definitely think about Jordan Aikens um, especially in this matchup defense I'm not really too worried about kicker fairly high priced over on uh, on FanDuel you know it's always going to be reasonably priced over on DK so um, I'm definitely okay with the kicker on DK on there if you want to do some salary savings there. Uh, Kaimi Fairbairn is going to be $400 above the price of Jordan Aikens and it's $800 cheaper than Darren Fells. Um, all the pricing that you see is just for the flex. It is not for any captain spot on DraftKings. Uh, if you want to know what their Dra- DraftKings captain pr- uh, uh, price for the captain spot is, just multiply that price by 1.5 and you will have your captain spot price. Move on to the Kansas City Chiefs. Like I said, I do believe that they play from ahead, but that does not mean that I'm off of Patrick Mahomes. And it's hard not to be on Patrick Mahomes at all. The team likes to pass to open up the running game. Um, them being at home, I know there's only going to be a few select fans in the stands, um, but this defense is definitely one that I like to attack. We've attacked them before, uh, utilizing both tight end and wide receivers for the most part. Um, so Patrick Mahomes definitely is in play there. I don't know if you can afford to put him in the captain spot over on DK. Of course, you can put them in on FanDuel. There is no pricing change whether or not you put them in their MVP spot. Um, so definitely consider Patrick Mahomes. He'll use not only his arm but his legs. Now, when it comes to the running back position here, I really – I was thinking about this last night, and it's, it sucks because Guru in the morning show really kind of beat me to it, was that Clyde Edwards-Alaire is not going to be as heavily used probably as we think. Right? They're going to ease the rookies into the game. Will he see probably 15 touches? Yes. But whether or not you want to spend the $12,000 on, on Fa- uh, FanDuel or the 8800 over on DK, that's really up to you. Now, <clears throat> Houston did start becoming kind of a sieve last year towards the end of the year. They were the 22nd rated rush defense according to Football Outsiders, and they were 26 versus the running back in the passing game. So it's no slouch over there. They were also 26 in points allowed to the position over at uh, Pro Football, according to Pro Football References DVP chart. So 
do you need to use Clyde Edwards Alaire? No. I think you're going to see a little bit of Daryl Edwards, uh, Daryl Williams, pardon me, in there at six thousand dollars on FanDuel and eighteen hundred on DK. That's a seven thousand dollars savings over on DK. MVP spot, probably not. But if you're trying to fit Patrick Mahomes into Sean Watson into your lineup especially if you're going to use one or the other for your captain spot on DK, I would definitely consider Daryl Williams as that pivot off of CEH. Moving on to the wide receivers, you're going to have Tyreek Hill. You're going to see McCole Hardman, and you're going to see Sammy Watkins. Are we going to see more McCole Hardman than Sammy Watkins? I think so. I think the transition starts this year. That's why he was rated, ranked as high as he was on the 80, on not only ADP charts, but on the tier ranking charts for seasonal. And Sammy Watkins was in the tier of despair. Sammy Watkins does not like playing football anymore. Could he do something? Sure. But so could Demarcus Robinson, Byron Pringle, and Marcus Kemp, who is not available, of course. But... If I'm going to take a shot on a secondary wide receiver outside of Tyreek Hill, it's going to be McCole Hardman. Who are the two that I would look at? Hill and Hardman. Now, whether or not you want to pay up is for <clears throat> Tyreek versus Hardman, it remains to be seen. The Houston Texans were 14th in DVOA against a wide receiver one, which would be Tyreek Hill. But, and that's going to be Bradley Roby, who's going to be primarily covering him. Bradley Roby really is not a slouch, even with that rating uh, color that I have on there. Roby is really good. So, I'm not all in on Tyreek Hill, although I will probably have a share of Tyreek Hill. If I'm running three lineups... I'm actually running four tonight on both. I will have one Tyreek Hill lineup. The rest I will divvy up with all the other players in here. Uh, McCall Hartman I will have more shares of. He's facing uh, the Houston Texans wide receiver Lonnie Johnson Jr. Because Gary and Conley is out of this game. He's actually on short-term IR. That's the three-week IR was already facing the 24th-ranked DVOA defense against wide receiver twos. So he should be in line for a couple of nice gains, uh, possibly a long-range touchdown, which is what we want in here. Sammy Watkins and the rest, they're facing the top top 10 uh, DVOA defense versus wide receiver pluses, so I'm off of them. Now, points allowed to the wide receiver. They were 21st in the league in points allowed to the wide receiver, which means that if I'm right about Tyreek Hill and McCall Hardman, then they should have a really good game. Both possibly could have good games, right? If they both have good games, who else is going to have the good game? Patrick Mahomes. I think this one goes hand-in-hand. That's why even on the Tyreek Hill lineup, I think I'm still putting in a share 
of McCole Hardman as long as I can fit him in there. Travis Kelsey, another solid option. He is facing the 15th ranked defense versus tight end. They actually got a little bit better as the season went on, uh, but they gave up a lot of points, especially you know around the goal line. They're 24th against the tight end position in points allowed, uh, and you will see mostly Eric Murray uh, facing him uh, from his, I believe, safety spot. We'll look at the depth charts here in a second. Kansas City kicker Harrison Bucker, absolutely in play. Again, he's you know it's always going to be a lot cheaper over on DK, uh, where he's thirty eight hundred dollars. So I don't mind him there at all. Tra- oh, I should say with Travis Kelsey, um, that's kind of one of those ones too. If you're running three, I think you run a Tyreek Hill. You run a Tyreek Hill in one. You run a Travis Kelsey in the other at the very least. Now, <clears throat> you can run a solo um, McCole Hardman lineup without either, but I think it's dangerous. I think you have to make the decision on what you're going to do there. You could, you could just go uh, Patrick Mahomes and McCole Hardman and just use... Mahomes to accrue all um, the points from what he's going to throw if he throw, ends up throwing touchdowns to uh, Kelsey and, and Hill. But you're going to have to have him in the MVP spot, which probably means that you are utilizing kickers in there. Now, if we look at the defense here, we'll start... Uh, actually, we want to start with the Kansas City's defense here. Or no, we're going to start with Houston's offense. So... Houston's offensive line isn't all that bad across the board on there. Um, They should be able to handle this Kansas City defensive line, which I'll pop up here. The only problem is going to really be, I think, Chris Jones. Uh, Frank Clark will be a little bit of a harassment, but nothing too major there. Um, Let me see, let me see. Oh, I'm going to see something. Why is Traverius Ward not? Uh, Traverius Ward. Why is C.J. Henderson listed? Oh, I wrote that wrong. That's why. Traverius Ward should be actually the starting corner against uh, Brandon Cooks. Whoops a daisy. Whoops a daisy. So I messed that one up. So C.J. Henderson is actually Javarius Ward. It doesn't matter. Anyways, him covering uh, Gimpy, uh, Brandon Cooks, will shouldn't be anything too major, um, at least for Ward. We never like to attack Ward, ever. That was a big mistake last year. People were using the wide receiver one, or the presumed wide receiver one, uh, whoever was lining up against Traverius Ward and didn't give him the credit that he deserved on there. So, but uh, <clears throat> definitely when you're looking, when you're looking at the Kansas City depth charts, you're going to have Hitchin, uh, Anthony Hitchens and Damian Wilson in the middle at the linebacking position. That's a real soft spot right there in the zone. That's why we like Randall Cobb. Uh, we do like. Um, ooh. 
we like Will Fuller a little bit. Will Fuller is not as much of a high flyer. He's kind of like T.Y. Hilton where he'll take those shorter passes and go. So they're going to they're going to they're going to run right in here in between um, the safeties, the safeties that slot corner and Antonio Hamilton. They're going to they're going to slide in there. Um, in between safeties and linebackers. So that's why we kind of like them. If you want to take a shot on Brandon Cooks just because everybody knows about the injury, I'm not going to fault you for it. Um, but I just think it's a, it's a bad play for this week. Moving to the Kansas City offense, the offensive line is actually a lot better than what it was last year. Um, so they should actually have, have a pretty good time on here. Now, it's whether or not uh, Fisher and Schwartz can stop J.J. Watt, uh, the defensive end for Houston. I think they should be okay there because uh, they should be able to s- slow down Charles Omanehu and Brandon Dunn in the middle there. Um, they probably will try and run right up that middle there. That's why I kind of like Daryl Williams. A little thicker guy, a little bigger guy. <clears throat> Should get some goal line touches and stuff, too. Um, that's why I kind of like him a little bit more than CEH. Although I don't I don't necessarily hate CEH. I just hate paying the price for it for the limited amount of touches, and I don't know if he's going to score. In seasonal, you're going to use him because you paid so damn much for him. But uh, you have to be careful there. Uh... Uh, Bradley Roby. I still kind of like that matchup, though. I still kind of like that matchup for Tyreek Hill. Definitely, if they can get in on, um, if they can get in on Vernon Hargreaves, I'd like to see that there too. But um, you can definitely see the. You can definitely see the the. Uh, the matchup for McCall Hardman when you take Gary and Conley there. Now Lonnie Johnson is going to slide over from being behind Roby because he's the better corner than uh, Cornell Armstrong, but they're still they're still really really super poor, and we know that we can attack Hargreaves out of the slot too. So um, if they kind of flip in Sammy Watkins and. They'll every once in a while they'll flip Tyreek Hill into that slot, and they'll do the same with McCall Hardman. They'll flip all the pieces in there, so you will get changes. You will get changes in coverage, um, but I still like Tyreek Hill and and uh, McCall Hardman the most. Uh, McCall especially because he's cheaper. If you want to put, if we want to get the two quarterbacks in, which I think is a good deal. Um, Looking back in the safeties, Eric Murray is okay. Uh, Justin Reed is definitely better at the free safety position. Um, so <clears throat> there's. Let me see here. It's hard to see where my mouse is on this stupid thing, but uh, they're going to have a decent pass rush coming from Houston. But that offensive line should hold up strong. So I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Definitely take a look at those at those guys in there, and who who are we breaking this down to? Deshaun Watson um, have some interest. We do have some interest in David Johnson. Uh, don't rule him out, but he, I don't think he has to be a, a main cog um, in there. 
so then we'll also be looking at Will Fuller, Randall Cobb. Uh, if you want to get tricky with the tight ends, because we did find the soft spot in that, in that, uh, uh, right in between the linebackers and the safeties in there, like we said, they're giving up touchdowns to the tight end. That's where the po- high point total comes from. So you're going to decide if you're going to go with the guy who's on the field more in Darren Fells or if you're going to get the guy who is even as big as Darren Fells and can catch and Deshaun Watson likes him down near the end zone. And then for the Kansas City side, we definitely like Patrick Mahomes. You can run Clyde Edwards-Alaire, but it's a high price to pay for low volume. Uh, sneakier play would be Daryl Williams. And then for the wide receivers, it's Tyreek Hill. Uh, definitely McCall Hardman there, quite possibly Travis Kelsey. And then, like we said, if you are interested in using the kickers because you want to save some money, you're more than welcome to do that. So that's it for the Thursday night game. Um, I will be in the chat for a little bit, a little bit. I will be going to bed early today or this afternoon. Um, I'm on three hours of sleep every night this week. So I have to get that sleep. So I'm not going to be ready or around for lineup lock. I'll have my lineups in earlier. I'm telling you right now, it's a 5 o'clock p.m. Central Time cutoff. You text me after 5 o'clock, I'm not answering because I'm going to be dead to the world. I have to get my five at least fucking five hours tonight. But any which way, I'll see you guys in the chat room later. Hopefully you get this. And uh, if you haven't gotten the spreadsheet, just let me know. Just DM me um, on my social media accounts or in the uh, full-time DFS Slack chat. All right. Good luck, everybody.